nine so of course it's uk cowboys time how we doing you crazy cowboys uh i don't know if we're crazy but this whole week's been absolute crazy typical nfl off season and typical the cowboys in it like to make noise if it's good or bad it's it's all as they're saying it no press is bad press well, well, that well, from well, seeing that, from seeing that, Jimmy, it's it seems to be <laughs> more bad news than it is good news at this very moment. Yeah, well, it's certainly all been going on, isn't it? I mean, that's why we uh, usually on a Tuesday we do the Prospect Project Show, where we take a um, group of players uh, this initiative draft, go in depth into them, uh, go through the scouting report stats, uh, the whole shebang. With everything that's gone on over the last, uh, I wouldn't even say 24 hours, I'd say the last few hours, that's been scrapped. We're doing the lowdown show, which is something that we do usually when big news hits. Mm -hmm. Um, So here we are. Um, I think the first place we'll start, we'll go non-Cowboys news. Do you want to go there? Should we start there on the non-Cowboys? Yeah, let's just safely break out. At least we can actually laugh at another team. So, you know, <laughs> you know what, though? Just, just before you go, yeah, there, go on. I don't know if you had it wrote down. So, if you do, I apologize, Mike. Um, just, just a it's shout out <laughs> in, in, International Women's Day, isn't it? So, yeah, shout out to all the women out there, not just cowboys in the cowboys family, but across across the world. Hey, my three favorite people in the world are all women. I, I think you should name it soon as your wife's pretty much in earshot as well. Well, well yeah, well, she's with them. My wife, my daughter, my mum. There you go. I'll let you off there. Uh, I'll let you off uh... There you go. Then. How about that? How about that? Let's go, man. Let's go. Let's just dive into this. We've got a yeah, lot. Because there is a lot tonight. to get through. There's a lot a to get lot through. To so we'll start off because we've got Graham on the line. We'll start with the Packers news. so obviously aaron Rodgers, um and this is uh, is still an ongoing situation we have um replied as well whether we get anything back from aaron Rodgers himself is another thing (laughs) but uh, um that it's come up that he signed a four-year deal staying at green bay packers it's a 200 million uh dollar deal 153 uh, guaranteed, so big bucks. Makes you wonder what they're going to do with Jordan Love, mind? Because obviously, um... yeah, yeah, and like it really, like the fact they traded up to get Love, mm-hmm. it makes this so much worse. And yeah, I can see a lot of our teams might want to come up and maybe trade for Jordan Love. Who knows? Because mm. it was because it, it was the whole scenario with. When we had Jimmy G under Tom Brady for so many years, then San Francisco came aboard and offered a trade. So it could be, oh, Jordan Lewis have so many years under Aaron Rodgers. You might know a couple of things, yada, yada, yada. Who knows? So to be fair, though, that it's probably, if anything, it's probably reduced his um, 
reduce what they would probably get because they know they're fully be, clearly not that they weren't anyway, but they're clearly fully behind Aaron Rodgers now. Yeah, four year right. deal. For you, yeah, I'm not, I'm not disputing that Aaron Rodgers isn't a good quarterback, but giving that amount of guaranteed money to a quarterback who's touching 40 years old that would frighten me. If, if, if you were giving that to Aaron Rodgers 10 years ago, maybe, but Aaron Rodgers at this age, I don't know if I'd want to be tied down to a quarterback at that age. No, I think mm-hmm. it's especially I think Jamie's, that, Jamie's hit the money. nail on the head. I think Jamie's hit the nail on the head with Jordan Love. I think the Packers will be lucky to get a second round pick for Jordan Love. I think yeah. if you offered if you offered them a second round pick, I think they'd bite their hand off because not only has have they shown their hand, they've now basically said we don't believe in Jordan Love mm-hmm. because if they believed in Jordan Love, they would not be throwing fifty million dollars a year at Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, so, um, the the small sample size we've seen from Jordan Love. I mean, you guys probably. I've probably seen more than you guys, to be fair, but um, it's not been good. It's not been good. He's not. He's not come in and filled Lambeau Field full of confidence. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the pressure was always on. It was always going to be on Jordan Love to to, to dethrone Aaron Rodgers. Um, he has he has yeah, limited uh, reps with the ones. He has limited time with the ones on the field, um, and with the small. The small chance that he has, he's not taken. So here's the here, here's the here's the thing, Graham. It's like Packers fans were expecting Jordan Love to be Aaron Rodgers 2.0 with the whole thing with the whole Brett Favre thing years yeah. and years ago. They thought it was going to be that constant cycle: get a quarterback yeah. in, have him run under a couple of years, then sit on the bench, learn under Aaron Rodgers. Exactly, and pff, that's completely went out the window. So. Good luck to the Packers, as I say. Good luck to that. Good luck to your salary cap. The problem with it is that he's already made five million dollars, if if not more. And the fact that he's he's sat for a year, come in, didn't do well in the off season, um, and then they've just gone and thrown. Well, I say they've just gone and done. They're about to give. I've heard it's one hundred and fifty odd million guaranteed. Mm. Um, if he sees the length of the contract, obviously, and I mean, there's no guarantees he could he could give up after two years. But the yeah. Packers have effectively said to him, "You're our guy until you decide you're not our guy." Um, so I, I would I think I would be right. surprised if if Love's agent has been told to go and find him another team. I think the only thing as well you've got to look here's, at is. Sorry, Jamie, but here's and I think this might actually break into a, a good wee segue into the next bit of news. Now, this is just a theory. I'm just, just, it just popped in my head just as a lecture right now. What if Seattle was to come in and trade for love? I think they want to see what Drew Locke is like. Mm, I don't think they would have. I don't think they would have bothered asking for Drew Locke. If they were if if they wanted draft picks, they could have had them. But they said, yeah. "Let's see what Drew Locke has to offer." Mm-hmm. Apparently, look according to NFL Network, more <clears throat> high on Drew Locke coming into the draft into the draft the other year. So doesn't surprise me. But I think just quickly so keep switching it back. If they've signed him for this much, signed Rogers for this much money, he's had. I'm saying Papa G will clearly attest to it. Only that they've had. 
you've had problems getting receivers in and a running game. They've, I know they've, they've franchise tagged Devontae Adams today, haven't they? But they have. Surely, they've surely, done that. surely this means they're going to look at wide receivers. If you're going to pay money, and it, it was all this thing on it, as like with Dak as well, that, that we paid Dak all this money. You've got to, you've got to build a strong passing game and a running game around him. Surely this means they're going to go pretty heavy in the draft. I will just say, I will just say this right now, right? Even though, yeah, Aaron Rodgers has won a Super Bowl, what yada yada yada, but <laughs> was it twenty million dollars difference per per year on like when you break it down on base of the contract, like Rodgers is trying to earn more, like it's like pretty much match Patrick Mahomes' money, and what was it, Dax earning? It's more, it's more, it's more than Patrick Mahomes. So, so it's more, right? Yeah. Okay. So, but but between the difference between that and that, it's quite significant. There's quite a leap. Oh yeah. Right? yeah, 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 yeah. Easily. So, Easily. so like, don't get me wrong. Like, like Dag does have things he needs to work on, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but we cannot. We're not now in a situation where we cannot complain about the money being given out to quarterbacks now, because Ooh. it's a quarterback-driven league. Yeah, yeah, and. We could have got Dak done a lot. Yeah, we could have got Dak done a hell of a lot cheaper two or three years ago. Yeah, I understand that. But when you now put it in this comparison now, aren't we glad that we're not paying $50 million per year rather than, was it 35 mm-hmm. So I tell, I, tell, I tell you what, though, just not to jump on your things, um, <clears throat> look, at, look at Steve's comment. Apparently, Aaron Rodgers has come out and said that that's not true. Oh, Wow. Okay. Interesting. Mm. And I've and I literally and actually I've. Um, Steve, you've got my spy, spider senses tingling here. I want to investigate this. I've just I've just gone on now and he tweeted an hour ago saying, "Hey everyone, I just wanted to clear something up. Yes, I will be playing with the Packers next year. However, reports of me signing a contract are inaccurate, as no. as are no. the, the supposed terms of this contract I have yeah. signed. I, no. No. He hasn't said it yet." Yeah, basically, I've I've already commented, and it, I I commented uh, on the Twitter with the UK Cowboys, and it yeah. was it was met with some controversy, Co- yeah. controversy, controversy. That basically, he gets this big contract, and it's the news. Needless to say, he's not aware of what's coming down the pipeline. Wilson's news hits the headlines and becomes the big talking point because there's this massive trade. So what's Rogers got to do? Got to make it all about him because it's Karen Rogers. So any <laughs> swoops, any swoops. Oh, by the way, this news is inaccurate. I haven't signed anything yet. In is other that... words, he hasn't physically gone to the office and put his signature on that bit of paper. You know what yeah. he's doing? He's making he's... it all about himself. He's, he's basically trying to outmarket it. Basically, here's the thing: like everyone kind of stopped talking about the Dallas Cowboys, but what players are trying to do is basically try and get themselves more notified more than our organization in general. Because we're, you know, seems to be. Cheers for the heads up on that, though, Steve. Yeah, yeah, much appreciated, my friend. Hope you're well. Uh, By the way, Steve, aka Group Expert, he has been assigned. Ah. Oh, oh yeah, saw that post over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to get oh, things moving. Being lazy, being lazy. Went aside now. But obviously, yeah, the other news then um, is uh, well, actually, there's two other non-cowboys news. As is, is the one is the Russell Wilson deal, huge, massive. Two first rounders, two second rounders, a fifth rounder. 
They're also sending Shelby Harris, decent, decent pass rusher, and Noah Fant. Okay. I'm sorry, but I can understand the whole Drew Locke being mm-hmm. um, like, but Noah Fant, Noah Fant I'm very surprised about that. Especially when you think the way that the Seahawks play, like they, their most success yeah. came when they had like Jimmy Graham. So, yeah, and, and you know. yeah, yeah. I, I was high on Noah Fant when he came out came out in me too. in the draft. I, I wanted yeah. the Cowboys to take try and get him somehow, but that's yeah, like I say, doesn't like you say doesn't surprise me that they gave up um Joe Lockus. Clearly shows you callback. This, this but, is this is clearly what this is clearly one of the biggest trades in NFL history now. This beats over the RG3 trade. To Doesn't move up. beat the Emmett Smith. Uh, sorry, not the well, the pre-Emmett Smith trade. Yeah, <laughs> like, but for, yeah, for, for what for what is being handed over to just for one player, the it's significance a it, it's a lot. I mean, you mean, I mean, we thought last year the whole Stafford and Goff deal trade was about. Oof, Jesus. Mm. It's like somebody just got absolutely f- uh, flitched. Mm. You know what I mean? Nah, what's the tell? What, what, you know what I mean? Do you think, do you think this is the craziest deal since the Ricky Williams deal? What, what, what? All those years ago. I see, I see where you're going. Yeah, what was, yeah, it, what yeah, was yeah. he going to say, Graham? Nah, see, for me, this is a ridiculous trade because... <clears throat> it is heavy. It, for, the, for the Broncos to give up that amount of draft capital and that amount of offensive talent, they're effectively saying we're ready to win the Super Bowl. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're not. And even bringing in Russell yeah. Wilson, you're not. And, and, no. and don't, don't, let's, don't, let's not forget as well. Last season they traded away Von Miller, so and yeah. there's that as well. Like their defense are not in the <clears throat> better position as they once were. They may well, have to, and they just just gave away their future <laughs> for the next what three or four years. Like in terms of draft picks, so what? What are they? What the hell are they doing? It like, yeah, you brought in Russell Wilson, but what are you going to do with the other parts of the rest of your squad? Like, mm. but he's if, he's thirty three, yeah, he's thirty three, and he's had 10, 10 years of um, sacks on his body. Um, he he is not the future of Denver. I mean, this is basically like the Broncos trying to bring in Peyton Manning it all on right. again. But the problem is that Peyton Manning had a team that was ready to go and win. But by giving up people like Noah Fant, they don't have Von Miller anymore. Fair enough, they could bring him back in free agency. Man, so they I mean, don't get me wrong, Denver does have some decent receivers. They've got Cortland Sutton and they've got Jerry Judy. Like they're, 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 they're good, they're decent. Whether it's down to the quarterback, not a uh, before of luck, like whatever the scheme was or whatever, and that they you know what doing great or whatever, we don't know. But I don't see just having bringing in Russell Wilson is magically doing a transformation. That I mean, are they kind of counting that with the exact same scenario what we did with Peyton Manning? They traded for him back from Indianapolis. I don't know, but it's it. I'm not too sure how that's going to play out for them. But one thing I will say, though, is, is I don't know if you guys noticed this on Twitter or not, but apparently Russell Wilson actually declined to go to Washington and opted to go to Denver. Yeah, he's said before that if he was to go anywhere, it would be Denver. 
Um, yeah. And, so. and Andrew on Twitter makes a good point there. Um, that division now is stacked in terms of quarterbacks when you think it's oh, so you've yeah. got Denver, looking at it Oakland, well. Chargers, and Kansas. Think of those four quarterbacks that, right there. That's going to be the most exciting division in the AFC for sure, in terms of quarterback uh, play. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like you're, yeah, absolutely. Just, just looking, just looking through the list as well. So, and I know we all say it's. It's a lot to give up, and to be fair, yeah, they need a couple of a couple of players in and everywhere. Exactly, Joe. They're definitely, exactly. definitely, they're definitely in a better position to win now than a couple of teams. But in terms of what they gave up, in terms of who could they have really gone after, the Bills aren't going to give up Josh Allen either. Mm. You're not going to go for Baker Mayfield. No disrespect to him. You, you, you're going to stay clear of Deshaun Watson just because of all the um, the off off field stuff. I don't think I, that, that that's going to be a, a, a mystery. Yeah. You could have maybe got Derek Carr, but is Derek Carr that QB that's going to get you a Super Bowl? So, for Vegas, another aspect. Yeah. Another aspect for me is um, this already puts pressure on Nathaniel Hackett. Because he has effectively just tied himself to Russell Wilson because he's not going to be able to bring in anybody else. So he instead of instead of taking his own guy in the draft, he's he's basically mortgaged the future to go and get his guy right now. Um I mean to me it screams that if Hackett doesn't do well, he's not going to be around to make those draft picks anyway. So he might get as much he might as well get as much talent as he can in through the door. Um, you know, but it's, it's huge pressure on him and Wilson. Do really you know, on, a, on a devil's advocate note, do you know why I love this time of year? The craziness. <laughs> yeah, that, but also because of <laughs> of the, the two quarterback moves today. It's just destroyed <laughs> every single mock draft that's happened so far. Oh yeah, Mel Kiper oh, is screaming God. right now. Oh, Mel Kiper God. is in his little basement crying into his bed. Who Mel Kiper in? No, but even even that for other teams, it's that changes their logic, what they're going to oh, do in the first rounds and stuff like that. Like it changes a lot of things, it, I, I, and in so many ways, it affects us as well because. From us now with the whole Amari Cooper, so I know we're on now jumping into Dallas Cowboys stuff, yeah, but yeah, from, yeah. from the Amari Cooper situation, Dalton Schultz. We'll hit that now. Like, 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 is our first number one overall pick actually not going to be offensive line? Not going to be linebacker? Is it going to be wide receiver? That's the thing I'm confused about. But here's the thing, though. It's like, you've got all these other teams now. They may have different needs. They may want to go wide receiver this time. So it, it, it completely changes the whole... Um, percent like the whole things are going right now, and if, if, and we're and we're in what middle of March, the start of March. It's going nuts. If Seattle wants to give us one of them first rounders, we, we <laughs> oh man! Take... <sighs> yeah, well, I mean, let, let's hit then the Dalton Schultz news because first of all, this came after. The Cleveland Brown franchise tagged their tight end. Yeah, Miami Dolphins then tight franchise tagged 
Mike Gusecki, their tight end, and then the Cowboys followed suit. So he has officially been franchise tagged as of today. Um, his cap hit on the year is 10.9 million, uh, which is what franchise tag is. The other two tight ends that we just spoke about getting the same amount as well. This obviously, um, we'll get into the Cooper news because I have a question for you guys, but general feelings on this move that you awful. have straight away awful, awful. I'm sorry, I can't think of, I can't think of many times a backup has been franchise tagged. <laughs> I would. And, and not that you're going to get a decent, decent one. I would have rather spent that 10 million on an offensive lineman or even a running back to complement what we've got already. Here's the thing for me, man. It's like I, I generally think there's actually good enough talent somewhere in this draft this year and potential for agency where you can actually get a cheaper option and cheaper hit to the cap than mm. franchise tagged. And like Graham said, a backup tight end essentially, because that's essentially what Schultz is. Like Jarwin, like based on the structure of how the Cowboys organization is, Jarwin is supposed to be the number one tight end. But make no mistake, Schultz has done fantastic to step into that role as the number one tight end. But he, he but but in theory, he is technically still the backup if you want to be more political about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm. Dumbfounded about it. I think there's better options out there. I, 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 I really don't understand where Stephen and Jerry are going with us, and whereas, and it's, I, I really don't know. Looking at looking at the rumblings around social media, if if you agree to it or not, apparently this is this helps Cowboys in terms of being able to bring back. Michael Gallup done it. Say, with, with the with the rumblings of what's going on in that position, it, it makes it a lot easier to to be able to bring him back than having to maybe mess around with Amari Cooper's contracts and take the massive hit that Amari Cooper would have on the cap this year. Mm-hmm. So in, in that aspect, I, I can I can understand it in some ways, but he's not worth ten million. He's not. Yeah. He's just not worth ten million. Well. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, mate. Just to kind of add up for DJ Dog's comment here, it's just like I do agree. Like yeah. Schultz has elevated himself to be the star, but I was just saying politically within the Cowboys organization, he's more like he's still being looked at as a backup to some. But I mean, you could uh, you could do the same yeah. argument about Dak Prescott that he was a third string quarterback. Oh, absolutely. No, uh, well, uh, yeah, you know, I first string. Yeah. I was about to say, no, was he not a fourth round though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was your third string quarterback, and yeah. now he's not just your starter. He is, and we put a post up today. He he's is the, the third best tight end in the NFC since the you know the move with Russell Wilson. Yeah, but so... here's here's a question for you though. Do you think that this franchise tag that Dalton Schultz has or has got today? Do you think that doesn't happen? If Blake Jarwin comes out and doesn't have the hip injury that we have found out to be so detrimental, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, to be fair, it's hard, isn't it? Yeah. Like, well, 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 sorry, Jamie, on you go. No, I'm just going to say, I can understand the question, but it's, it's hard, isn't it? It's, it's, it's what if because would, would he have would he have got as much playing time even if the injury wouldn't have happened? It, let's say what. What he showed, not not that he little, not that he little the league, but he played to a fairly okay level. Would mm. he have then 
cementing himself as as Titan one just for the fact of the plays that he made. I mean, I'm going to be I'm going to be brutally honest. Like, there's still things that both tight ends could really improve on, and that's the blocking. I'm just saying that. But in overall view of this, is like if Jarwin was to come back and play, like he is technically the higher earner within the tight ends. Like, I don't know what what effect that would have on the cap if we were to cut him or whatever, but. I just, I'm, 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 I'm honestly just dumbfounded about it. I, I generally but, think, I don't know, I don't know about you, Graham, but I, surely there had to be much more affordable options that it was not going to kill us when we're trying to get players like Gregory back, players like Kearse back, all the, all these different things that is going to try and try and bring something back to have a squad that's able to compete at a decent level. That's for just, me. I think it's, I think it's three things. I think it's. You can bring Blake Jarwin in for ten million, which means you can you can play Jarwin and Lewis Cooper. I think this rubber stamps that Amari Cooper will play for somebody else next year, basically because of his one of the things being his salary. But we'll get into that. I think two, they're mm. frightened about the the Jarwin injury because yeah. it, he he doesn't seem to. Well, certainly the. the the kind of view is that he won't play in September. And three, I think it gives him more time to, to negotiate with Schultz. But if you're going to move on from Blake Jarwin and you don't get Dalton Schultz signed, all of a sudden you're back to square one at tight end. It just it, it scares the living heck out of me for the fact that what the rumblings of the of the moves are is that we're going to lose our wide receiver one. But then who are you going to bring in to to, comp- to to then essentially pick up the slack? What you're going to lose from there? But you, you would, and not to kind of bang on it because I know we did last year about this. This is where you kind of now need a Kyle Pitts kind of tight end as such. I mean, in terms of what it can do. I mean, like, like what I mean is like Jowing can't pick up the slack of Amari Cooper, whereas. Whereas a Kyle Pitts type, and I don't mean Kyle Pitts essentially, but um, Kyle Pitts type kind of tight end, because you're essentially weakening the wide receiver position now, because you've you've lost one of three great wide receivers on the team, and you've not you're not going to improve it because if you go out and draft someone like say like a Sky Moore, which we're, we're all really high on, he's not going to see the field a lot this year because he's a rookie. Now, where 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 do you give these extra passes to? I'm going to slightly disagree with the references, Jamie. Um, <laughs> I knew you would. Yeah, like, when it comes to the tight end, if, if I was looking for a tight end, I would kind of look more for a Hawkinson type of tight end. One that can actually block. Pure one. Yeah, yeah. Pure one. Yeah, a pure white tight end that can block, but can also spread out the field and make some catches and plays. Whereas... Pitts, he is definitely more of a like he, 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 it's pretty much, yeah, he's pretty he's pretty yeah. much a, he has a wide receiver just played in tight end essentially. To be fair, you to be fair, you you probably described it probably better than that actually in terms of it, it's that it's that one. Do you know what I mean that there's a little bit of both and and, and sadly, and, I, 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 I I totally agree with. I don't. You can, I, you, I you think can so. Kind of, you can. 
you, you can rely on him to catch passes where you, you can't really rely on Jowin to pick up that extra slack, I don't think. I could be wrong. I'm not proof wrong, but... I, I, I also just, don't think, think Jowin's going to... Honestly, Jamie, I don't think Jowin's going to get any game time at all this year. Even if he comes back from the like, I think if memory serves me right, um, Jarwin's contract is end ends end of next season, so this is his final year. I'm pretty sure. Sorry, no, I mean, I mean, I mean, Schultz. Sorry, I mean, yes. Yeah, oh, Schultz. Schultz. Oh, sorry. Right. Okay. It's, it's not gonna. So, he's not gonna pick up the slack, is he? He's he, he just. He's not proved himself year and year that we can trust him to pick up. Extra. So just... I've just I've just done my sums using the numbers on overthecap.com. Presuming, say, let's let's presume we bring Gallup back for the prescribed twelve million dollars, right? So you've got, as it stands, you've got Cooper, Lamb, Gallup, Jarwin, and Schultz. Um, that's fifty million dollars mm-hmm. on five on five receivers. See, to me, that's a telltale sign that they're going to move on from Amari Cooper. Just to put that in perspective, that's one quarter of the salary cap. Yeah, mm. on five players. And five and players not, doing pretty much the same job. Yeah, and, and not to touch, not to touch on too much because I know Mike's going to begin it, but. Just talking of the salary. I'm doing about a million things at once, yeah. <laughs> I'm in full <laughs> conversations. Just, just yeah, with, it's like, like we said, the, everybody's, it's all kicking off tonight. Just just with the, the figures that Graham gave there for what Gallup might come back for, would you be more comfortable bringing Gallup back off the injuries come on for 12 million a year? Or would you be more comfortable keeping Amari Cooper at 16 million on the cap? You asking me? According to over the cap, Jay, it's twenty million. Is it twenty million? All right, sorry. Would you? It's oh, twenty right, million. Twenty million. Knowing you've got an out and out wide receiver one. It's frightening. Frightening to pay a guy with an ACL twelve million dollars. I'll be honest. Um. When you consider you could go and compete for somebody that doesn't have that injury, and give him the twelve million dollars, and Barry Man is going to be wide receiver two because that then this move essentially means that Ceedee Lamb is going to be wide receiver one as well. I know you guys. Are, I know we keep talking about the offense right now, but I'm very concerned. What the what in the hell we're going to do with Randy Gregory if that's the case? If we, if we, if we, I'm see. I'm seriously. My the moves God. are coming in. This is why they're making these he's, moves. He's so. I, I think. I, 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 I don't think so. Back. I think he's back. Yeah. I, I, they are. I, 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 I mean, even more the Cowboys. Even without the Cowboys stuck with him over the last few years through his through his issues, I think he'll. Yeah. I think he'll give us the loyalty. Yeah, that, that that's my only thing that is keeping me sane. Yes, he'll return. But other than that, Jamie, how the hell would Ronnie afford them? That's the only thing. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter how much of a discount you can give a like a ready and wants to give like like give up. He still needs to get paid. Like yep. he had a good season. He's proved that he can play at the top level. He can prove that he can be disruptive in any any scheme within the uh, four man front. So, for that being said, I'm on the fence about it. Like, 
I would love to see Gregory back, but I just really do not see how we're going to do that now with everything that's going on with the part where we're signed Michael Gallup to a contract for a guy that's actually done his ACL one. We've just brought uh, Schultz back in the franchise tag. That's, that's a hit on the tag on itself. Yeah, we've restructured that. We've restructured Zach Martin. But what are we going to do about Demarcus Lawrence? What are we going to do about Mary Cooper? Like, are we going to have to like sacrifice someone? That's going to be the case. That's, do you know that, what? That, that, that's my problem. Do you know what? You, 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 you kind of stole me for a little bit there. I was going to say, and this is no disrespect to Mary Cooper or Schultz or even um, Michael Gallup, but wouldn't it just be the wouldn't it just be the Cowboys that we lose Amari Cooper in this offseason and then we, we, we re-sign an, in, an injured Michael Gallup, although he's good, a tight end that doesn't deserve the franchise money he's going to get on the franchise tag if he ends up playing on the franchise tag. And we also lose Randy Gregory and we lose the Marcus Lawrence. <laughs> It'd just be the Cowboys, uh, wouldn't it? it? This is either completely stupid or completely genius by the Jones family right now because for all we know... So see, like, if by some miraculous miracle, and we actually do end up in the Super Bowl, we're all going to ourselves are going to look like idiots. If that's the, the case, least, well, but, 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 but from our initial reaction, it's not, it's, it's not very um, uplifting for the franchise and for the fan base. As a fan, I'm, I'm very annoyed. What is going on right now? I'm very annoyed. Come on, mate. Go in. Come on. Um, mate, I'm like, literally, I'm talking to the guys from Cowboys Media trying to get... Okay. Uh, yeah, so there's like a million things going on, yeah? And yes. I'm in conversations with all... <laughs> trying to get, do, uh, as we're talking. I will clarify, when I say when I say that I don't think Randy Gregory will be back, This I am looking at, the, as our cap stands right now, I mean, obviously, obviously, if they move on from Cooper and Lawrence... That opens up all sorts of salary cap room to keep Randy Gregory. See, if that does happen, I fully expect Randy Gregory to be a cowboy. They are not going to let Gregory and Lawrence leave in the same offseason. It's it's going to be at least one. They're going to mm. keep at least one. They, they the, couldn't the, do it. They the couldn't get rid of both their, their ends. You, like, I know we're, we're hopping about, but that's because there's so much... It's called the lowdown show. We just don't know what to expect. So I, I mean, like, because it, it, it's all I got info coming in, which we'll we'll break into. But um, sticking with the Dalton Schultz thing, the only thing I will say is, do you feel Dalton Schultz is a tight end one, or is he a product of having Amari Cooper, CD Lamb, Zeke, Dak? Um, Michael Gala, is he a product? Because bear uh, in mind, if you go back and you watch the San Francisco 49ers game, the way that they defended the Cowboys team, they dared Dak to throw Dalton Schultz the ball. That's how they did it. They made they left him the soft point. I will say this if you were to put Dalton Schultz in another team, he won't be as effective. I will say that, unless he has the pieces around him. Exactly. Like so if he was, so say, for, say for example, if he was to go to Tampa Bay before Brady retired and he's got receivers like Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and et cetera, et cetera, then yes, he'd be quite good there. But if you were to put him in a scenario where he goes to, I don't know, 
Cleveland either, or somewhere. I have no idea. Um, no, I really don't. Um, so, and he, the, it, it, so what we're saying is, but, you, but don't agree, get, but don't get, most people do. He's a product of the offense, as opposed to the other way around. Yeah, and yeah. that yeah. what is crazy is we'll move to the 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 Amari Cooper and Demarcus Lawrence who's next because it, it segues into each other. Is the question I'll ask all of you is and the people at home can't forget them they're most important they're our mvps after all that which is better than having amari cooper on the team but you lose Gallup and schultz or is it better to have schultz on the team with michael Gallup, but you lose cooper I would rather have Cooper, but if he's not getting targets sent to him, what's the point having him? That's the only. This is Let's the only. That. That's the only thing I'm very like. Uh, with like, <clears throat> Schultz is getting yeah. Schultz is probably getting more targets that per average than Cooper was in the majority of the game. But do I'm, you want to know? Do you want to know how many targets? I know this off the top of my head. How many three targets? Four, three or four. This is whilst he whilst Cooper has been at the Cowboys historically from 2017 till now per game Cooper is averaging seven targets not receptions seven targets per that's, game. That's that's not good enough for a wide receiver one on that amount of money. It's not good enough. Yeah, yeah, and especially when you got players like Devante Adams for Green Bay is pretty much like nearly targeted. Like, yeah, it's double but digits. Fair, double digits. That's not. That's that's not on that's not on Cope. That's no, it's, no, it's, it's, it's not, on the team. That's, 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 that's on the coaching. I saw I saw I saw McCarthy and it's on um Kellen Moore. It's ski. It's that's purely down to ski. You could probably say as well there's a little bit uh, of checking out with Dak where he's he's looked at it, he's not confident with perhaps maybe the way Cooper's been bracketed because he's out getting an overhang over there with the double coverage. You don't know. But there is an issue where he isn't getting targeted. So the question you've got to ask yourself is, if it's not the scheme, is it worth keeping a guy for $20 million per year? Because if that's the case, then we'll go back to what we were doing pre-Amari Cooper mm-hmm. when we had Alan Hearns and um, uh, the guy from LA, the Rams. Yeah, yeah. 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 But that I, I get what you're saying in that, but then, and I'm sure it was Dave Hellman that touched on it on the podcast a bit ago, but if you're paying him $20 million a year, throw it to him in double coverage. That's what you're paying him. You're paying him to go up and get it. Look at playing for like... Well, um, example, like, Jamie. Like Jefferson. It, it, Jefferson was immense at it. For, Jamie, I'll, Jamie, I'll get, I'll, Jamie, I'll give you an example right now. Romo and Dez, double coverage. Yeah. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And then look, you look and at Jamar, Jamar Chase. The, the Bengals did it. it the, I know he's not on that kind of money, but he's your wide receiver. Throw it up and let him go. That's what he's. That's what you're paying him to that's, do. Exactly. Yeah. He, he is yeah. designed to beat the double coverage. Yeah. You know what I mean? So why are we why, why are we not utilizing that? That that's again it, it goes down to the failure of her. Even though we had statistically, when you do yards and whatever on that we were probably deemed as the top offense in the nfl but it doesn't feel like it 
It doesn't mm -hmm. feel like that we've utilized our weapons to its full potential. And okay. this is what gets me the most. So, do, do, do you know what? Just what you said about Des and and is tuned in his ears. I just noticed he's, that. He's yes, straight on, straight on the back. There he is. <laughs> there he is. It's not a case with Amari Cooper that he's not getting open because he's getting open, but he's just not getting targeted. Yeah, and that's it. You can't you, you can put some of the blame on Dak for sure. Oh, I but when it's consistently, yeah. when it's over and over and over again, he it's then it's not a Dak issue. That is a, a, a team wanting to spread the ball around. So then what we're talking about is if they're wanting to spread the ball around, like you know, this big we talked about the, the, the wide three big wide receivers, wide receiver core the cowboys have had. Um, you know, throw in Tony Pollard as well. So there's a lot, and Graham has said it before on the show, there's only one ball to go around. So then if you've got to try and feed all these receivers and Dak's thrown it 25 times a game and he's got five guys he's thrown it to, you work out the mass. It's not hard to figure out. There's only five targets per player. And if you've got a wide receiver like Amari Cooper on that money, you're not trying to feed him five times in a game. You're supposed to be feeding him double that. You know, you're yeah. looking at... A guy like Amari Cooper to finish the season on, like, what, 140, 150 targets, maybe not reception, but targets at least, somewhere in that range? The, my, I don't know the stats off the top of my head, and it would it would take a bit of research to go and find them, but I would like to see how many teams there are around the league that have two receivers combining for 2,000 yards. There, because there that's, that what the, that's what the Cowboys have right now. Well, they, doesn't really matter how you split it up between Lamb and between Lamb and Cooper. The pair of them have two thousand yards. There may be but, teams where there's a wide receiver. I'm thinking wide receiver and tight end where they fit it, and you know the teams yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. So there's so, going to be teams like that, you know, that have those sort of, of but again reception yards, even but not even, two wide receivers. Even down to that, you give your you give your first you give uh, Don't Schultz eight hundred yards. On top of that, so that's almost yeah. three thousand yards. Yeah. My my problem with it is that I think they're they're trying to deal with the wrong receiver. I think we should just say goodbye to Michael Gallup, to be perfectly honest, and yeah. use that use use his potential money, restructure Dak and Martin like they're they're gonna do, and then keep Randy Gregory. Mm -hmm. I know. Why I can they why can they not go down that route as opposed to trying to trying to bring in a cheaper receiver who, let's face it, struggles as a number one. He did struggle when, when Amari Cooper wasn't around. Um, love Michael Gallup, but I think, oh. I think it's time to, oh. to go and test the water somewhere else. Brian, um, with a, yeah, sorry. I'm going to stop because I've seen Brian's comment as well. Let's bring oh. that in straight away. Con Brian bringing <laughs> up some controversial here. Um... Oh, Brian. <laughs> You could tell Brian's been on the uh, cocktails in Spain. Behave yourself. You, you, you know, <laughs> just quickly before I get into that, just because I've been keeping my eye on the news, that Tom Pelissero... Yes, Chris. Chris makes a great point here. It, it should, it it should have point. been the other way. It should have been yeah. the other way about. It should have been. Yeah. And that's a double-edged sword, there. I know. Sorry, I know it's not. I know it's not Cowboys news, but just because we, we mentioned his name earlier, um, Tom Pelissero is just 
tweeted saying that the district attorney investigating Deshaun Watson plans to present her case to the grand jury on Friday, the same day that Watson was due a civil deposition and he was told to, at the deposition to plead the fifth. So it's all coming to head now on that front. So I can't see a trade coming up very soon for him either. I know it's not Cowboys, but we just we, we talked about it a minute ago anyway. Sorry, I'm just reading something here a minute that I'm getting in. Yeah, to be fair, I'm getting like more news coming in. Brownie wants rid of CD Lamb because he played for Oklahoma, didn't he? Yeah, that's probably that's probably the only reason why. No. Okay. Okay. So interesting. Okay, you got to be better breaking news. We'll hit it when we get further on down the line. Honestly, this conversation that we've been having with the guys, as you said before, Paul, we talk a lot with the guys over in Dallas Cowboys media, so they're just like feeding us. (laughs) This news is coming in. But let's hit then, while we're still there, wide receiver, the Gallup, the Michael Gaffney news that they are looking to sign him. There's a lot of talk going on. People are estimating that what he's asking in contract talks is he's looking for 10 million per. Is that a bit rich for you guys, especially for a guy with an ACL tear and the role that yes. he plays? It's yes. un, it's yeah, you don't that's a, it's, a, it's a massive gamble, massive gamble. Yeah, I, yeah. I, for, for me to be so critical about the number, I know it can be a bit. <clears throat> Can be a bit rich, seeing as I've been singing these praises for the last couple of years. <laughs> but that was before he tore his ACL. Hmm. Um, now, have you heard a number, number of, of things, issues going on? Is that oh. it's down to, to down to cost? One of them is that he's had um, a personal issue with, and I can't say who he's had a personal issue with somebody. Don't know if that's true. Um, what, are we talking about Gallup here? Yeah, yeah. Um, that there was, I don't know what, I don't even know if it's true. And I, for me, the feeling I get is that it's not. Um, so I, I, and I don't mean somebody with the cowboys, I mean like agent wise. Oh, I should have right. said that. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> no, that, that kind of makes more sense, actually. Just, I don't even know if that is true. I don't I mean, even know if I, it is. The feeling I get is that it's not from the conversation. I, I do. Like, I, like, let me be said. I do like Michael Gallup, but it, mm. and where a lot of us do tend to agree, he's not necessarily a number one wide receiver. He's a good number two wide receiver. It's like, what was the um, Kenny Galladay situ- um, situation when he went to New York? How much did he get paid? Per, per a year? lot. A lot. About 14, 15? Yes. Mm. So it was right, it's up there in the top like ranks. Yeah. Right. So this, so so this is like yeah, Gallup is asking a lot less than that if that's the case, which is fine. I have no problem with that. I'm just more concerned as you going to be the same player after an ACL. That's like like, like Graham just mentioned, if he never had the ACL, I would have been absolutely Fine, I would rather pay them, no problem whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But we just cannot guarantee if Gallup's going to be the same player coming back from a serious injury like that. That's just, and, that's and the especially gamble. the role he plays as the deep wide receiver. Exactly, exactly, and that, and that involves a lot of a lot of a wear and tear on your knees when you're running. 
at the, so. the initial burst, especially at the right stem, you need <clears> to get that right. And especially with the way Michael Gallup plays, he's that physical type. So he's trying to break man coverage, which means a lot of physicality, which means a lot of power from your lower half. Yeah, I just, just, I just don't, I don't get how, I don't get how you can try and try and compete to sign. Uh, <laughs> let's face it, your third receiver to a ten to twelve million dollar contract when you've got, in my opinion, our best defensive end sitting over at the under, other end of the locker room with no deal. And you just agreed to pay potentially for one year. Yeah. What? Yeah. Titan, two Titan free, nearly $11 million for a season. On, if you you've you've hit it on the nose, Jay. Why can they not take the Michael Gallup money, the Dalton Schultz money, and go and keep Randy Gregory? $22 million, I think you'd bite your hand off. And not just that, Graham. There's plenty of good wide receivers in this draft. Oh, you can put it's very deep this year. And mate, you've done your research on it this year like extensively. There's so many wide receivers, and, and this is something we're gonna like, talk about originally for the prospect show was wide receivers this week. And obviously, we keep talking about like Sky, Sky Moore. There's Alec Pierce from Cincinnati. There's all those types of guys that could easily come in and fill fill a void within our wide receiver core. But no, we're not decided to do that. We're got, in fact, we're actually going to be go completely off the rails when it comes to how we're going to spend <coughs> our, our money. You know, so and um, I'm not laughing at you. I'm not laughing at you. No, no, I know your reaction. There, you just got a little bit. Of, <laughs> Just, what is it? Tell us. What is it? Uh, just somebody having a go at me about calling Aaron Rodgers Karen Rodgers. Oh, well, it's I'm true. Not, I'm not that worried. I was just like, if you believe that to be serious, you shouldn't be listening to me. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's a Karen. So. Yeah, yeah, this is true. All right. But also in other news that's broke today. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're still sticking it. Dak and Zach Martin have the contract restructured, which frees yeah. up $22 million on the cap. Obviously, half of that has already been used. Um, if what we're saying is true with Michael Gallup, there's the other half being used. Um, some people ask me some questions about the restructure. They do not have to tell the players they're going to restructure. They don't even need to tell the agents. They just they tell the league they're going to restructure. They restructure it. It's done. Players don't lose any money. They get the same amount of money. It's just how it's all played on the books. Basically, they take um, a base salary, turn it into signing bonus so they can spread that over the length of the contract because of how yeah. contracts are written and written out um, yeah. in the terms of how they can spread that over the cap. If it anything... does put the back end bad, especially the void years. But go on, sorry. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Is that what you were going to say? Yep. Well, uh, one, one, I'll reiterate that restructuring is a dirty word. And it is. I hate it. Two, especially the players, certain positions. The players want restructured because mm. as soon as a player's, as soon as a player gets restructured, it's basically saying, "Yeah, see that money that we thought we were going to give you, we're definitely going to give you that money." Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It, Not it, a problem. It, <laughs> send, yeah, it, send the check. Right. So. Um, why wouldn't they want restructured? Yeah, um, it, it solidifies you as, as a player yeah. in the back end uh, of your contract. So basically that means that you're 
more cemented to um, being around in, 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 on that team for longer because they don't because if you cut them, obviously it's more dead money because you've got yeah. more guaranteed money that you have to try and account for. So it becomes more dead, and no team wants dead money, so no. they keep it around. It is handy, mind you, for certain players. So if you look, they've done it to Dak and Zach. <laughs> there we go. She mm. said it that way. Mm. So they are what they're projecting in their minds going ahead is that when these two players get towards the end of their contract, they're going to try and re-sign them. So then that swallows up the the void years, if you like, so that they yeah. can spread that then again over the, the, the next term of the contract. That's the idea behind it. But what happens is kind of what happened with Tony Romo, that they've done the same thing to him and it rolled and it rolled and it rolled. So that in the end, when he went out injured and they decided he was going to retire, there's a lot of dead money that can tie into it. If if there's a big surprise, if you like, you know, something like that, the injury I, or retirement wise, yeah. You know? For me, for me, the big problem with restructuring comes when a player loses form towards the end of his contract. Yeah, so you've, you've effectively got say a, a sixty million dollar player who plays as a four million dollar player, but because Fourteen million of that is guaranteed. They're basically nothing you can do about it. You just have to keep them all around. It's unfortunate, mm-hmm. but see with see with Dak and Zach Martin, I can live with that because the pair of them are they're cornerstones of the offense, and and they'll be absolutely fine. I have no concerns over those two. See, this, this is what frustrates me about NFL contracts: is if you agree to pay someone, I don't know what. Just let's let's. Let's just use um, Aaron Rodgers' contract just because it, it, it's fresh in the mind. So yeah. essentially, it's fifty. Essentially, it's fifty million dollars a year, and it guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. If you're not, if you don't want to pay him that towards the back end, of the contract, don't agree to pay it in the first place. Agree to pay a contract that you're willing to pay over five years. Oh, that's just, you know what I mean, and I know it's easy saying it, but, but it's just a lot of crap. Don't, don't say right. We'll give you two hundred million over four years. But do you know what? Actually, after after two years, we don't really want to pay that anymore. So we're going to see if we can dump it off to somebody else who will be stupid enough to give us a draft pick to to take you. Yeah, I, I mean, like you know, there is there is a lot in depth that goes into contracts. Like we 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 went through one before me and Lawn, and like what you what what is reported and what you see isn't exactly how it's written out. Because there's a lot of, of different bits and pieces. It's very, very fine in finite in how it works. Mm. So what you see guests reported isn't what goes in their pocket or what they get per year. Um, mm. there, there's many subtle layers to it. Uh, we, we'll have to do it again another time um, because it really is. It, it's a crazy minefield. The contract can, side of it all. Can we um, can we do it drunk? So you so, are, yeah, yeah, let's do it drunk. Yeah, we, we have done a, we've done a drunk podcast before, it's, and albeit I'm boggling sober, so yeah, yeah, we did do one before, and our, our sponsor was just like, Don't do that again. But hey, I say, Let's do it. I'm sure you get won't mind. <laughs> All right, so let's get into some other news then that's been hitting mm. it. Is uh, some happy news. Wide receiver Noah Brown, who is a special team's ace for the Cowboys. He has played wide receiver, but he hasn't racked up that many yards. He is signed to a one-year deal. Um, He is a speed demon. And I've always said before that 
if we was ever struggling for tight end, here's a guy that could actually do it. He has the body type, like to play that skinnier, lighter type tight end, you know, the receiving F type tight end. There's your guy. I reckon Noah Brown could do it. Um, but what do you guys make of the deal? Good, happy, sad, indifferent? Smart, Not smart sure move. until we see smart the numbers. Move. Smart move. Yeah, yeah you not, like it? It's not, like not, it. not the flashiest of receivers. That's no disrespect to him, but no, no. What, when he's being targeted and, and when he's he's had his number called, he's he's not let anybody down. And like and th- and these are the kind of guys that you want at the bottom of your kind of your bottom of your depth of your your wide receiver chat. Ones yeah. that are not going to get a lot of play, not a lot of ball and a lot of field time. But when they do, you you know if you call his number, he's he's gonna he's gonna try and make something happen. And, th- and these are the ones. Well, this is why I always like kind of the the back end of the roster because it's. It's guys that are the unknowns are fighting to get to get on there and and to make a name for themselves. And these are the guys that you, yeah you love to watch because it's just and just I know we've mentioned it a few times before, but going all all the way back to the the years of, of Miles Austin, he was that back back end of the roster kind of guy and took his chance mm. and got yeah for it. Yeah, but what I was going to say is it's quite ironic, really. But Noah Brown, to me, is the Anthony Brown of the wide receiver core. I've always said that. Maybe a little bit more trustworthy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, like, you look at what Anthony Brown's done this year or last season, that he was absolutely perfectly fine, that he did exactly what he needed to do. They said, this is what's on the tin. And he did. He was exactly what was written on the tin. No, Brown. I think he's t- that type of guy too. That he's not going to wow you or anything like that. But he he will surprise you if you give him a big enough role. He's 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 he's, he's Brian on the um. Is is he on? Is he on the dodgy bit? Because he's. I've just seen another comment. He's fighting. My God, he's he's ripping the Cowboys tonight, isn't he? <laughs> you know what, Brian? It does. He's on the cocktail. He's just a little bit sore. That's all. Um, He's just uh-huh. feeling it. Feeling his Yeah. Just so, to, yeah. just on. to ask, so wouldn't be the other decision as well? Isn't Noah Brown want to pretty much be an instrumental for Faso and special teams? Am I, am I, yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, he, he's a special teams ace. He's like, he's right up there in, as a gunner, he's always like the first guy up the field. He's incredibly fast. Yeah. Oh, I know we're I'm I know we're kind of jumping shit, but did you, you know did you notice at the combine mm-hmm. that Faso was taking a very, very close eye on Matazia? Punter, yeah. Yeah, the punter. 75 yard punt. That was insane. I think he like when was the last time an actual punter was actually drafted? A punter was drafted. A punter? Yeah, yeah. he's been punters drafted, yeah. Let's have a look. We'll I, I, I would Didn't say the Raiders take a punter in the third round or something along those lines. No, yeah. uh, no, Yanakowski, the kicker. Was he not like that? Was a first round. Our our punter now, Anger, he was taken by the Jacksonville Jags in like the third round. Um, he, in his he draft. was actually he was he was the last punt. Oh yeah, he was the last punter to be drafted. He was drafted in the third round in 2012. <laughs> yes. Check that out. 
What college did you play for there, Mike? Come on, seeing as you, you've got everything else right so far. Ah, uh, now you're asking. A, oh. like, I'm digging deep into my draft IQ. Oh, co- co- college, <laughs> college football. I, I, I'm not Come Googling. On. No, don't, don't you dare Google. I of course, can't tell me. I, I can't think for the life of me. Well, well, you guys are Googling. I don't know if I don't know if it's been brought up, but I see Googling. in the comments that uh, DJ Dog has asked about the Tyron Smith restructuring. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, it's a little bit sore, DJ Dog. If I'm honest, um, Tyron Smith scheduled to make seventeen million dollars this year, so effectively a million dollars a game. And let's face it, six of those will be sat on his couch. So best of luck to him. <laughs> not that I'm not that I'm sour about it at all. No, I just like it's not sour, Graham. It's you're speaking facts. See, see, restructuring. Mm. It just it sounds it sounds superb for the current season, but it's going to come back to bite you sooner or later. Us as Cowboys fans, you know, we I can't I can't remember the exact year, but there was one year we were in salary cap hell and we did was it that was that the four and twelve season? Where we yeah. had basically yeah. very little time. We had other things that went wrong, but yeah. Because we decided to treat ourselves to a, a better team that year. Now that's fine if you're going to go and win a Super Bowl. But they didn't, <laughs> and that's the problem. Yeah, but I mean, like moving on from the Noah Brown um, information is Jaron Curse. Just so you know, he I I've asked the question. It has been confirmed that uh, they're in. They have had contract talks with him. How far that goes, we don't know. Um, unfortunately, I can't get the answer to that question, and neither can the person who answered me get that question either but they are in um contract negotiations that's some good news he is a guy that it would be handy to keep um his market value uh i think was estimated around five or six and a half million per um which is quite a bit for a safety um but uh the other news is malik hooker he's still fairly cheap he's still around about the million mark which i think they're going to do and bring back they bring both of them back for me that puts safety off the table in the draft. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. So, so yeah. what else is new? <laughs> I did a mock draft today and took two safeties and they gave me an A for both. And I was just like, yeah, See, there's something wrong with this simulator. If you're giving me an A for t- the Cowboys taking a safety in the draft. I, I, safety I has I'm been off the board, let's face it, for quite some time. <laughs> <laughs> I think on the mocks I've been doing, I've, I've been I've been getting the, the kid the kid from Illinois in round about the fourth round, um, so I, 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 I can I can see it maybe in the latter rounds. I can't see it high up. I think we've got too many needs on. on the I mean, yeah, there. never say. I, I, I one of the things I always try and preach you guys is when it comes to the draft, never say never. You know, if it well, falls to it comes to you and it's there, they'll take it. Yes, Brian Kirby Joseph. But yeah, actually, when you say never say never, um, apart from apart from, apart from wide receiver, uh, apart from quarterbacks, we're not going to take a quarterback in the top three rounds. Are we? I don't know about that either, mind you. You think they've done it before, where they've taken a quarterback with their last pick, they trade away some picks and they get some later picks in day three, and they decide to take somebody like say Skylar Thompson. No problem in that. If they decide to do that and get somebody to develop, because what are you doing with Cooper Rush? I mean, albeit Cooper Rush is, um, he's the Kirk Cousins killer. <laughs> you know, right. 
<laughs> Paul, there's yeah, something, I mean, gonna, there's something yeah. coming to get you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, can see, you can see the shadows. <laughs> He's yeah, prowling about. <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the birthday boy. That's the boy. That's the boy. Uh, but also in some other news coming uh, out of conversations that we had, uh, Van der Esch, it is looking unlikely he's going to sign. It doesn't mean that he won't because he could test the free agent market. Um, not like what he sees, might not like what the deals he gets and come back to Dallas, could be on a lesser deal than what he hits on the free agent market, but it is looking unlikely. Um, in some other news that, that ties in with the linebacker is the Cowboys have talked to Anthony Hitchens as well. Um, again, we don't know if he's going to be coming back, but the conversation has been had whether the costs are there, and he is extremely willing to play ball here back at Dallas, um, and he brings a Super Bowl ring with him, which is what happens usually when we give the players away. But also, um, in some other news um, that we have been trying to get out is Jabril Cox. The Jabril Cox news is he's looking at above schedule. Yes, that is great news. Thank goodness yes. for that. Yes, um, and, and just on just on Anthony Hitchens, um, hit me. Yeah, there's a lot to take away there. So I'll I'll give you guy I'll give you guys the bench, and you just take it away. So hit us with it, Mister G. Yeah, um, regular listeners to the show will know my stance on free agents. If he's not good <laughs> enough for the Chiefs, he's not good enough for us. I know what you're saying. Is somebody else's trash? I mean, if if you want to go and win the Super Bowl, you've got to be better than. Teams that have won Super Bowls, and that's not the way to do it. Because if if the if the if the Chiefs can if the Chiefs feel they can get better linebacker play from somebody else, why shouldn't we feel that? Do you get what I mean? And there's no better judge of character than the Chiefs. And in all fairness, I agree what you're saying, but doesn't Hitchens still provide something better than that we already have? It kind of goes to back to that, and then do we have? I guess in a world where we have no linebackers, I do get that. But yeah. why, why shouldn't we go looking for Jabril Cox 2.0? Is what well, I'm he's saying. in the draft actually, <laughs> an up and comer rather than a, a decliner. If you get what I mean, it could if be one. Of, uh, if the price is right, Graham. If the price is right, we might get him on a cheap. We might. That's, that's, that's what you touched on it. You touched on what I was saying, Paul. But what 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 price would you be happy to bring him back at? Less than five. Yeah. Or he's or free too much. Paul, I would rather bring in a rookie. I'd rather bring in a, a rookie linebacker and see what we have in hand. Yeah. There are plenty out there. Um, the linebacker. I like the depth this year. Mm. I mean, I was, me and Brian I'll, I'll, run through, I'll, and you did, Paul. You were with us last week on a prospect project. We looked at six linebackers, only six, and there's great value there. We looked at guys day one, day two, possibly some that will touch into day three. And, you know, you're talking about a, a Jabril Cox type guy, and um, one of my favorite players in this year's draft. Is that type Jojo Doman? But is he not registered as a corner though? He's more corner safety. Um, but you could play him, you know, like that um hybrid role. Like like he was 
yeah, or curse, yeah, you know, as that mm. that tight end killer. Um, but this guy's more than that, you know, even better than that. If you really wanted to go down that line, you know, that'll make it fit. Linebacker is just like, like you say, Jay, so in depth. There's a lot to play with it. Any other news, though, guys, you want to hit then? LVE, just before you say, yes, I said it all season long, doesn't deserve to come back. Mm. And if he comes back, I'd be I'd be pissed because it, it'd be a bit of it. And then just touching on one more linebacker in the draft, Chad Milner from Wyoming would love, to, would love to see him fall I, somewhere I, to the Cowboys. I wouldn't I would, be pissed I, if he comes yeah, back. I, I, would, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be annoyed, Jamie. Like at least we would still bring back someone that knows the playbook, who mm, knows the system. The and the he actually and, and if I'm being sure. honest, if I've been perfectly honest, I actually thought he kept even though he kept himself quiet. But he didn't really put a foot, really much of a foot wrong this season. If I'm like, I'm, I'm not like later in the season, I'll agree with yeah, you. At the start, yeah. he's, he started off slow. As the season got on, he was getting better and, and to the point mm-hmm. where he was one of the better players on the defense. Even in the San Francisco 49ers game, he was one of the few players you could say played well. <laughs> and then just touching on that, Chad, Chad Moma from Wyoming. He's a guy I'm gonna look after in the draft. Would See, like, a lot listening. of things. You're listening to me, Jay. You're listening to me. I like that. I like that. Just before we go into any other news, I just want to touch on the Cooper situation again. Something that I mean, I don't know if you guys have brought up. When I'm I, wearing I, this out, by the I dropped, way. <laughs> I dropped out for a minute, but can any of you think of a good reason why the Cowboys would suggest that they're going to release Amari Cooper? Oh, no, quiet things roaming yeah. about. Why like, on like, earth yeah. would you tell somebody what you're going to do? That annoyed that me the bad. most. That, that annoyed me. So, why would you disclose that information to the public like that? Mm. That's that's cowboys of old, is that? Don't tip your hat. Uh, but, like, here we are, and the problem we are with the Randy Gregory situation, the Dak Prescott contract. The Amari uh, Amari Amari Cooper contract, even Tank's contract, all of this is as a result of them dragging their heels. Where we're all going, like with Randy Gregory, sign him now, sign him now. You get him cheaper before his cap gets too high. They drag their heels, they don't bother. Then here we are later down the line, like with Dak. Everybody's saying sign him now because he's going to be too expensive next year. He gets more expensive. They franchise tag him. The next year comes along. He's doubled up in price. It's as a result of Jones's is just taking too long to pull the trigger mm. on contracts. They want. I get what they're trying to do. I get it. I understand. But it comes as a cost of doing business that way. And the business is the players get more expensive. The most frustrating thing about it all is you've literally not long ago paid your quarterback $40 million a year and essentially saying to the league, this guy is going to win us or he's going to take us to a Super Bowl. You do not then go out and get openly say to the league, we are letting his wide receiver one go. We're going to bring back his wide receiver three who's on, although he's good, he's coming off a pretty nasty injury. You just don't do that. You don't pay quite. Say you, no. you're then looking at the Aaron kind of the Aaron Rodgers situation. You're paying this court, this really good quarterback, a ton of money, 
Mm-hmm. And he's not, and apart from Devon Adams, he's not really got anybody to throw to. I'll tell you, I'll tell you why I raised Jay brilliant segue because I'll tell you why I raised the point. See, see if you go around the league and you say, right, who wants a Mary Cooper? And there's absolute silence, right? Day you release him, I'm telling you, former orderly mm-hmm. queue, Dolphins, Jets, Colts, Jaggers, Commanders, they all have the cap space to go and pay Larry mm-hmm. Cooper. They but it wouldn't surprise me, right, It wouldn't surprise me if Jerry's already on the phone to the guys over at Atlanta going, eh, what do you think? You know, we hear you're in a bit of trouble over there with your wide receiver. Yeah, that that's, that one to me is the only one I can really think of. Where... But again, the, the comeback will always be, yeah, but Jerry, you're going to release him in a week's time anyway. So we'll, we'll just wait and keep our draft pick. Keep but our, then they, they could lose that game. chance. Do you know what I mean? You pay, you pay for the, what's the word I'm looking for? Security of getting that guy. If he hits the free agent market and they release him, he could go anywhere. And I'm pretty sure Matt Ryan would love the idea of having a very similar target what he had with Julio Jones back in his prime. So my, not my as physical worry, as Julio Jones, but in terms of right yeah, running. Yeah. Yeah. My big worry is the commanders. And I'm trying to I'm trying to <laughs> I really am trying to get used to the name. Paul, I'm trying. I'm really trying to get used to the name. Right. But don't forget Washington offered this guy. Five million more than we did not two seasons ago. Yeah, and I don't mm. see their wide receiver core improved any. Fair enough, they've got scary Terry, but do they have a number opposite him? But mm, probably not. Here's one for you. Go on, Jay. Go on. Sorry, right. I was just. No, go on. For, were you saying that? <laughs> you you give him a you give him a wide receiver one, and apparently they're out on the. A limb to get a top tier QB. You give them a wide receiver one and a QB. They, they, they with that defense, they, they, could, they, they could win the East next year if they get a QB and a decent, a decent wide out to complement Scary Terry. Mm-hmm. The big, the yeah. big issue is going to be quarterback. Can they get a decent quarterback? Mm-hmm. And right now, in this year's draft, don't know. You never know. Well, maybe, here's, a, here's one for you though, right? Sticking with Amari Cooper, right? Now, obviously, Aaron Rodgers is staying with me, but Russell Wilson's gone. And we put the post up saying about the top five quarterbacks. Dak, hmm. at the moment, is coming in consensus-wise as, like, the third quarterback in the NFC. So that's how I would put it, you know? Kyler Murray right behind him, clapping at the heels there. Um, that fifth quarterback is... Very much up for debate who, who, who you want to go with. Mm. Um, it's a tricky mm. one, but let me put it to you this way the Cowboys now just heard Russell Wilson's gone, so now literally the NFC, the playoffs in playoff terms, because Brady's gone, Gronk is doing his Gronk thing. We'll probably find him on a beach or a boat somewhere with open cans of Miller, <laughs> right? But now when you think about it, okay, you've got the Rams, but what are the Rams going to be this year? You can't. I'm not sure you can turn around and say they're going to be trying to defend the Super Bowl. I just, I, I, I'm not sure. I just, yeah, I don't see it. They're not going to be the same team. No. So the NFC playoffs go through Green Bay. 
who are the contenders? Like we say, got the Rams for sure. Saints are here are all over the shop. So the, the South is gone, right? Um, the West is still the West. So you've got um, Arizona as well. Like we say, you've got Rams there. 49ers are the 49ers. And the Seahawks, we know all about that. So it's not going through them. Nobody in FC East. So then uh, you've got the North, which we say Green Bay. I think that's about it, really. So when you, the Cowboys are looking at this, they go, hmm. We could have another shot at this year. We could be team number two in the NFC. So why don't we try and keep Cooper to see how this plays out? So the move that they've made to Denver, the Seahawks made to Denver, actually helps Cooper. Do, do you think that? Could do, but can, can I just touch on some little bit you said there? Just yes, and probably more for an analogy purposes. But yeah, go on, go on, go on. If if, if if the Cowboys look at it and go, you know what, we could be number team number two in the NFC, then just give up the game. Just don't even play. If the Cowboys aren't looking at it and saying, we are, we are number one team in the NFC, then you, you just don't play the game. See, I actually really agree with that comment that DJ Dogs just kind of said here. It's a value. Be, yeah, I think there's going to be something in the works where... A team well all of a sudden we might, might need a right receiver and there's no one there worth in the draft by then like who knows um again i am just i just don't know what on earth we're gonna do this year mm-hmm. I, re- I really don't I As honestly long, think I, that, I, I, I'm, that... I'm, but one thing i will say is i'm on Graham's side i just hope to god we do draft all line that's only thing i will say is Somewhere down the line, if it's first round, second round, fourth round, there's a guy in the in the later rounds I really like, and that's that Cole Strange from Chattanooga. I like him, but other than that, um, I have no idea. I have no idea what we're going to do. I mean, when we look at that on the draft show on Thursday, more the guys. Um, yeah. But anybody got anything more to add, or should we start killing this up? Yeah, I think we're I think we're good, man. I think we kind of cover quite a lot. In the space and there the... was a lot that went on today. Um, but we will do, obviously, more low-down shows because it, it is silly season, so the news if, comes in thick and fast. If I could jump in, mate, just want to get just want to get your thoughts on um, the recent, shall we say, criticisms of Tyler Linderbaum. Mm. Has he fallen out of the first round? The consensus nah. at the moment, I think, has him 26, 27. Just like so that. I think he's a first rounder. If, if he goes past us, I'm going to be. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's the cheap grade. Now. He's the cheap grade. Mm. And mate, you made the comment. Like, I, I still, like, well, it's not going to be a first round or second round, but it was the tight end, Jake Ferguson. You mentioned mm-hmm. it. Like, he, didn't know, he didn't have necessarily the best combine, but I'm he still, upset I, me I, in the I, combine because I wanted more. I, yeah, I'm still a big fan of him. I still think someone will still and draft him. Yeah, yeah I, like I still think he's still worth drafting. To be perfectly honest, like but. maybe in his pro day it'll look different, but that that combine he's stinking up, man. And um, what was it like fourteen on the bench press, which for a tight end is dive. Like they, you know, there's skinny hundred and ninety pound wide receivers who are pushing out more than that. Yeah, I, I, I and when I you think of the Big Ten. The Big Ten as well. 
where you and you're watching it and you think how the big ten play with all them up front guys and he's shoving people around. Now you've got to stop and you've got to step back and you've got to go, well, was the, was it then he looks good because the talent he was playing against wasn't that good? So I need to go back and check that because, like, there was just so... Because, like, some of it, like, it, it, you know, the cone drills with Ferguson weren't bad, but it was more... It was just like it was lacking. It was lacking. He, he, for one, in terms of guys who dropped the furthest down on my board, he did the most from the combine, which was upsetting because I don't want him to. You still my number three tight end. Mm, I like it. I, I, tell, I tell you, what impressed me. And to be fair, mm. don't, Evan Neal, we were talking about this the other day, Michael. We, oh my gosh, how is that guy <laughs> an offensive? I mean, he looks. He looks. Buff in terms of like you just wouldn't think he was an offensive lineman, and then when you saw him do them box jumpings, oh my god, that kid is athletic! Someone is getting a beast of a tackle for the next 15 20 years. And we could get a defensive don't, don't. tackle. He's very, I, I think he's yeah. gone before he gets to us. I think he's gone before he gets to us. I think he's yeah, going, he, he'll get up. just out of the top 10, and then he's but, gone, which is but, crazy to say. But, but, well, on my final note, I do loved how Zion Johnson impressed in the mm. combine. Yeah. I think he was like Another top five. I think he was top five in bench press and top five in the forty yard dash and top five in the uh, cone drill. So he was all up there in the fifth percentile of all the O line. Mm. I like it. And one person that disappointed me, and I mean, and I mean this in terms of because of. He he performed. Apparently, he he blew everyone out of the water in his interviews. His 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 combine was fantastic, and we've all talked about him endlessly on this show. As of it was a little bit a little bit disappointing in Sky more just for the fact that he's he's probably priced himself out of coming to the Cowboys. You would have probably got him in the third round. There's no way he's, he he, dropped, he falls out yeah. the second round. That's gonna be that's gonna be too steep for us. I think we've got too many needs. To consider wide receiver at two, at, at, in the second round, but fair play to him. But yeah, I would love to have seen that kid in a. In a there's even team. there's even rumors he might actually sneak into the first now. There's even rumors yeah. about that. Very yeah. much good. I just, I, I've, I just, seen, I've seen um, one where I've seen some marks from some guys, some analysts, and they have him going in the first. I just can't wait to see Paul's face when they take a wide receiver at twenty-four. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, with you, I would not be mad this year. Because at the time when we did draft CD Lamb, we were more in desperate need of defensive line at the time. But this year, and it, it's fair, it's fair game. <laughs> like hell, we might even bloody draft a punter in the first round. I would not even be mad about it. Oh, he's worked up. Oh, he's he's fired up. <laughs> somebody, somebody who could be there. And I, I, I had a conversation with Mike this week about him when I was. Love this guy to fall. I keep for some reason keep getting him on in the box, and he he didn't perform as well. Um, Devin Lloyd, he's he's probably oh, draft, he was never going to test well. Bit. He plays fast. He plays fast, but he doesn't. He was never going to test well. I wouldn't read too much into but that. I, think, I mean, I, th I think it might help him. Jesus Christ! Sorry, pizza. No, I don't know about that. <laughs> Hey, careful! We don't have sponsorship for that. Yeah, yep. Sorry, we don't. Yeah. Anybody else is fine. Local takeaways are fine for pizzas. Yeah, yeah but we'll we'll be back in. In terms of Devin Lloyd, was... I I was never expecting him to 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 run far. I got I wasn't expecting it, 
but he does he plays faster than how it looks. But I mean, these are guys we can talk about on Thursday. Should we uh wrap this up then, yep. guys? All right, then. Um, so we'll hit some of the um usual things that we do here content creators. Make sure you go and follow these guys. All those names up there are good friends of ours, we recommend them and they'll recommend us as well if you go and talk to them. Um, so obviously, make sure you go and do that. And a, a sponsor of the show, Cowboys Experience. If you're going to a game this season, Make sure you book it through Cowboys Experience. They have meet and greets, tailgate parties, full packages, stadium tours, and everything you could ever wish for. And make sure if you book it with them, you use the code UK Cowboys. Because what happens, guys, is as I've been doing that all night, by the way. You get you free get stuff. The, you get the free, free stuff. stuff. You get the free. free. So uh, that's what it's all about. Um, but and also, we'd like to say a big thank you to everybody who joined us tonight. You were always our MVPs, as we always say. Uh, without thank you, everyone. It's just thank you. As four idiots, or, or actually, it's more than seven of us. So it's just as seven idiots talking amongst ourselves. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm about to join some more idiots across the pond and talk more football about what's happened. So I'll be mm. doing that in the next hour. Yeehaw! That's what it's all about. But we'll be back Thursday, Jamie. Who do we have on Thursday's show, by the way? Yeah, we've got Mike, as always, got some guests on. We've got Brianna Dix from D2, uh, D210S joining us this week. Um, so be sure to tune in and, and chat some cowboys. We're going to get questions for you, which is definitely confirmed. I spoke to her earlier on. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that's cool. All sorted. And then we got another guest as well a week after, which should be even more fun. I'll tell you about that after uh, we go off here. But we'll see you Thursday, guys. Uh, enjoy your week. And uh, and we'll uh, we'll see you on the other side, guys. Stay safe. See you later, guys. Have a good one. Coop. <laughs> Restructure.